I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. Well, fuck. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) Shit. We're not supposed to curse on this podcast. It's how we always want to start because what the topics we're usually on. Um, yeah, we're sorry, Ren. We're not supposed what? to. What? So today we're talking about cussing, which is different from every other show because we don't usually cuss on this show. You don't. We usually keep it clean. <laughs> sure. So we made that up so long ago, it like two seasons ago. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that you went into the mode that my mom lives in where it just you have a brain filter that removes everything you don't want out of it and you're like yeah it's a really clean podcast nana you can listen it's fine we don't curse at all and then at no point have you remembered that i'm even on the podcast (laughs) when you feel like it yeah (laughs) there is that i I should be way more hungover than i am today that's good do we as a as a trio, do we enjoy cursing? Fuck yeah. 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 I'm really good at it too. I, I put it on a resume as one of my skill sets. It does make it so when, when you do it though, Rin, because I feel like it comes very naturally to Mitch and me, but I feel like mm-hmm. you it, it's like something you had to actually practice on. Yeah. Like like when an old person curses. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Rin like had to purposefully be like. Sometimes I can say shit. I feel I feel like I actually Mother have kind ass. of a body mouth. <laughs> yeah, but like it's still it's because you've got this like way of I mean like Doobie always says like you're like a Disney princess and so it is. It's kind of like if Snow White said, "Would you fucking animals just get the hell away from me already?" Like yeah. it's that. I really do imagine you cursing but like not well. It's like mother <laughs> of shit. <laughs> All right, I need to know your favorite curse word and the weirdest curse you say. Fuck is my favorite because it's literally used. um, You can use it now, an adjective, verb, uh, anything. You can literally use it. It's the best. Nothing, it's mine too. Like nothing gets across the point like like fuck at any point. It can be used in so many. It's like every color of the rainbow. Remember when I gave it up for like nine months? Yeah, it was very upsetting to me. Maddest you've ever been at me. It's yeah, I was not great. happy. <laughs> My weirdest one. Um, well, I think when you say what the shit is funny, like that to me is funny. And so I do, of, of all the ones I probably say, what the shit to me is like this kind of stupidest that doesn't mean anything. It's, it, it's in place of saying what the fuck. It's a nicer <laughs> version of that. And so like what the shit, like, what does that mean? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. And so that one to me is my funny, the funny one I say. So I guess. So mine is wildly inappropriate. But when I get really scared, like shocked, like if if I think Shane's at the store and he walks in the bedroom and I'm half dressed, like that level of scared, I say, fuck me in the face. That- Which is not good if you have an intruder, right? That's not really good. <laughs> to hear as your spouse it's an right. <laughs> like if i like i would be, really okay shit hang on <laughs> yeah. i think it's not <laughs> well, once y'all i think it's not great 
but it just like, and I don't know where I've never heard anyone say it before. It just comes out of my mouth. Yeah. And also it would, it would only be good if it was Shane. Like if Shane's dad walked in and you said, (laughs) fuck me in my face, that that's when it would become wildly inappropriate. Yeah, I probably need to work on not saying that. My my friend does say "fuck me running" in that case, <laughs> and that one cracks me up to no end. That's a girl, you know, she's like "fuck me running," and I'm or, like, and she doesn't say that in surprise. She says that in like total exasperation. And I like that. I'm one. just trying to think of the logistics of that. Right, she said because how hard would like, like on a treadmill? It would have to be on a treadmill. Logistically, still challenging. I mean, and you have to. It's be a one fun of game. Movies. Is to take take these phrases and and logistify them. I just made up that word, logistify. That's the weirdest <laughs> curse that I have. Logistify. Yeah, break Logist them down the and and like try to figure out what they mean and and, yeah. and visualize. It's fun if you try to like animate it in your head. Right. Fuck me running. Like I mean, if it was two people running. Like if it was somebody like actively running down the road, the other person is going to have to keep up. Right. right. So they're going to have to be equally as fast or faster. And okay. whereas on a treadmill, it's stationary. So you're both going at the same pace and it, it's going to be a little bit easier. Legs are- or is she saying like, while you're running, like, fuck me, like carry me <laughs> as you're running. Did this be real? Like choose your own adventure. Did this it derail faster than you expected, Ren? What? Did this derail faster than you expected? Or... <laughs> yeah. Okay. You didn't say your weirdest one. I don't really have a weird one that I know of. Like, I just, I, I use profanity so eloquently. It's like watching a, a team of small people weave a tapestry of magical bears when I, when I use profanity. Is it, is that... Wow. Okay. I have, I have no words to that whole thing you just said. Um, I was trying to move on. <clears throat> I so, that would... so the reason we're even talking about this is because one of my favorite humans, Glennon Doyle, who I like read what she writes and listen to her podcast and whatnot. Are you guys familiar with Glennon Doyle? I am. Okay. Mitchell. No. Are you familiar not. with, are you familiar with Brene Brown? No, but I am familiar with Doyle from the Misfits. Okay. Oh, it's not the same. So do you know who Abby Wambach is? No. All right. Well, you're useless. You're, um, totally useless. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I have lied to you guys for so long and all the times that I've told you what an avid reader I am. <laughs> and a uh, feminist. So good job there. So she has I, written a few books, um, but... She recently, like during, during the pandemic, wrote this book called Untamed, which is about women, also people, but mostly women, um, kind of reclaiming their true selves and throwing off all of the taming society puts on us. She also has a podcast called We Can Do Hard Things. Um, and while listening to this podcast, one day they talked about the gender of profanity. And I was kind of like, huh. That's interesting. And they didn't, I really liked what they had to say. Hey dude. Um, But they didn't, they didn't really go into it. There is a, um, a Um, (laughs) two-year-old. Yeah. Well, where is Corm though? 
(laughs) (laughs) So they didn't go into it as, as much as we will hear, but basically what they were talking about was like the insults we use, like the gender of insults. But before we cunt, dick, asshole. Well, let me just, I'll just go ahead and go to that part. Everybody, mostly, almost everybody has an asshole. So I don't think that one's. Well, I think asshole. I I think that's a very masculine insult. We call men assholes. Okay, go ahead, Rin. Sorry. But asshole is, I think, the great unifier because we all do have one. So. Especially if you're fucking someone while they're running. Right. <laughs> that, that line, asshole is the great unifier. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just isolating that. Uh-huh. So, That's going to be in the intro going forward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ren Young, and I'm uh, Katrina what, uh, Vargas, and this is Assholes of the Great Unifier. <laughs> Maybe we start a whole new podcast. Okay. <laughs> so what they were talking about is when like the specific insults we use. So when someone is a dick, what does that mean? You two just can't get over it, can you? No. We're, we're like two five-year-olds. We're like the per- we're like the two kids that are like, you just have butthole. Like I can't. I, it's just every time it runs through my head, I just think about preposterous. <laughs> you said that with such a straight face. <laughs> like it was right. like you were given a dissertation <laughs> at a fucking at Harvard, and you're just like it's true. Uh, I think it is uh, way easy to say that asshole is the great unifier. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. It's everything about it is awesome. Plus the fact that Mitch and I are five-year-olds. So I wonder if my son is going to listen to this someday. I, oh, I hope so. I hope he does. If so, not, I can't wait to say, hey, Corn, remember when your mom said assholes are the great <laughs> unifier? <laughs> it's going to be truly amazing. Okay. <laughs> So um, what she was talking about in this podcast, she had a conversation with a man who said, why is it? It's not okay for me to call someone a pussy, but you can use the word dick. You can call someone a dick. And so her, her explanation was basically when you're calling someone a dick, that's something it's a male organ biologically. um, And it means someone is like overconfident, but it does imply some sort of power, right? Overconfident, aggressive, abrasive, uh, hard to deal with. Um, Got it. Okay. Uh When someone is weak, they are a pussy, right? Uh They are female-like. So when you're strong, you're exhibiting male characteristics. And when you're weak, you're experiencing uh, uh, female characteristics. I don't mean to jump ahead, but it's similar to the word bitch. Yeah. If you call a woman a bitch, it is like calling a guy a dick, where you're saying yeah. you're abrasive, we don't like you, yeah. you're a bad person, whatever. But it, it also uh, lends itself to, to say, like, there you do hold this power, and, and it, it's not good, like... She's such a bitch, often refers to to an assertive woman. 
Right, but then if I call you a little bitch, it's a right. When you call a guy being female, you're being weak. Right, you're being so it's it's a a weird juxtaposition of you're a bitch versus you're a a bitch. bitch. Yeah. Well, then she talked about douchebag and motherfucker. So you're so disgusting, you're so awful that you're used to clean a woman's vagina and also don't douche. Yeah, so. that's a whole other thing. No, nope. they so. called it on the podcast. They called it um, misogyny inception because you're referring to someone as a douche, which is bad. But then, additionally, a douche is something that men have made women think they need to clean their disgusting vaginas because <laughs> vaginas are so disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. motherfucker, you're so disgusting. You fuck mothers. God. Son of a bitch. They talked about you. son of a bitch too. That's not even. Ooh, Easy trigger microphone. Um, <laughs> um, it's not even referencing you directly. In fact, they joked on it that they were just going to go around saying your mom's a bitch to people when they got mad at them. Like, it's not even insulting you. It's insulting your mom who did nothing. She's over somewhere else. She didn't do anything. I think though. So yeah, all of these rooted in this all this misogyny and everything. But then I do think like everything else, we take stuff like kind of too far and look into it too much because like I call people douchebags all the time. I'm not, I don't even think of a female, like an actual douche. I think of a picture of a guy who's a douchebag, right? right? I don't. And so, yeah, where it started is one thing, but what, what it is now and what it's become, I get, I get it. But like also, I think this is one of those issues that gets lost in the middle of somewhere of, are we overthinking this versus is this something that's so deep rooted that it causes problems that we just don't even think about because it's just in our head so much, you know what I mean? And I'm not sure where this one falls. Well, I I I mean, to Katrina's point, I rarely call anyone a son of a bitch. Like I, I don't, I rarely go like you son of a bitch. If I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah, but I do like if I stub my toe, I'm I'm like son of a bitch. Like it's <laughs> more of an exclamation than it is an insult. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, Ren, I've caught myself calling myself because I I'm, I don't know if you guys know this. Really big into self depreciating humor. Um, <laughs> so person. it's like somebody will say something. I'm like, oh no, I'm. I'm not going to do that. I'm a pussy. And then I'm like, oh, well, I look around and like there's women around. I was like, what I mean by that is I am strong and return to normalcy <laughs> after being stretched. Um, pander. I have a great elasticity and um, I call that pandering, Mitchell. And yes, no. but I, I call that myself- fantastic. I love it. No. But um, and and then it, there's a scene in Wet Hot American Summer where <laughs> this girl calls one of the nerd kids a douchebag and he goes, well, uh, douchebags are hygienic products. And I take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I think that. It's just not I think we're putting way too much meaning on them, honestly, I think that's fine. We can talk about where they came from, but 90 percent of people don't know where they came from, don't care, and they're not using them in that way. So I think there are two aspects of this when we're looking at it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think when we're looking at this through a feminist perspective, though, there's two things there's actual cussing, like the words that we use. And then there's perceptions of the cusser, which we're also going to get into. So talk about cussing real quick. You know, I've got my little list. So um, I didn't realize this, but taboo language is like a whole field of study that people Mm -hmm. get into. And there's There's a documentary series on Netflix. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I think we watched that. With uh, Nick Cage, I believe, hosts that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, There are four types of swearing. Um, they're social, like just when you're hanging out and want to feel cool, I guess. So, um, yeah, <laughs> there's expletive, like when you stub your toe. Um, there's just spicing things up. And hey, then what's happening a- over there? Let's, let's get fucked up. Woo. Yes. And then there is insult and abuse. Fuck you. Thank you for all of those. Yeah, really that's what I'm here for. Example. That's literally the only reason I'm on this podcast is to act out. Like that's what I've been waiting on for two years. <laughs> I've it. just been waiting on my time to shine. Yeah, so and this is you it. Are, you are shining bright, sir. <laughs> I'm going on break. <laughs> <laughs> so you all be happy to know people who cuss live happier lives. Um, they actually and are more resilient. They did a study of people who like had to keep their hand in this very cold water and people who are allowed to cuss during the experience were able to keep their hand in on average longer. There has been a general increase in the use of profanity uh, by English speakers in public and private settings. A study of like a thousand adults found that 74% frequently or occasionally use profanity in public and 67% are a lot or somewhat bothered by others' profanity usage. Uh, in broadcasting media, nine out of 10 programs contained at least one obscenity, and most television programs contain risque language approximately once every five minutes. In the past God 25 years, <laughs> in the past 25 years, women use fuck more than men. It's increased 500% since the 90s. Uh, and there are, so this kind of goes against what we were saying earlier. There are 1,200 taboo expressions for the vagina. 200 refer to women in a sexually derogatory way uh, and they're more negative. So that leaves a thousand. Right. That are beneficial. I just did math. Everyone. Good job. Write it down. I did that today, December 5th. I did math. You are fucking on it and an asset to this fucking podcast today. Fucking A. (laughs) All right. So then talking about the cusser. Right. Because I think this is also really interesting. So, and of course the resources that I'm reading from will be in the show notes guys. So this is a conclusion from a study called the gender differences in perceived obscenity of vulgar profane and derogatory language usage among us university students perceptions that female descriptive derogatory terms are significantly obscener than male descriptive derogatory terms suggested the us that the English language represents a culture of misogyny and sexism, female descriptive derogatory terms such as whore and slut also refer to sexuality. Um, whereas male descriptive derogatory terms such as dick and douche refer to character, which suggests that female promiscuity is considered obscene. I'm for the it ge- myself. <laughs> the gender divide in how swearing is perceived was observed in a 2001 study by Dr. Robert O'Neill of Louisiana State University. 377 people were asked to rate examples of swearing for offensiveness. 
Um, they show someone a written transcript of a conversation that includes some swearing. And if they're told that the swearer is a woman, they rate her as weak and repellent. Male swearers, on the other hand, are considered more dynamic and just as attractive as if they hadn't sworn at all. It doesn't matter if you ask men or women, we've all been schooled to believe that male swearing is the norm, while a woman swearing is some kind of fuck up. It just isn't ladylike to swear. Well, say, right, they say mouth like a sailor. Sailors right. were men. Um, so well, that's that's okay. awfully, come on, Katrina, I thought you'd pull it together. <laughs> women sailors. There are now, there weren't. It was bad oh. luck to have a woman on board. I disagree. Some of the greatest pirates ever were women. When you think of a sailor, like, hey, sailor, it's like a guy in like the white suit with the little black tie and the hat. Maybe they think of Sailor Moon and she's a girl. She is a lady. Case in point. So, one of the greatest sailors ever. Who has said whore or slut in the last 10 years? (laughs) All I could think of when you said it. I, I have I, jokingly, but not like towards somebody. That's, that's like such an old, it's like saying you're a son of a bitch. It's also like whore and slut seem like very 90s words. No, nobody and, under the age of 50 has, has used that word or 60. Let's say 60 right? even. Like I can, I can hear like my mom or Nana going, that little whore over there, a little tramp, a little slut. But like nobody within Who's the millennials, um, maybe on the right, but uh, well, you know, we don't comment on people's. We've talked about this, you know. It's none of your business how many people I've had sex with. So right, I mean, and, okay. So I also realize, uh, dear listener, that we are in our own bubble here. Uh, but I can mm-hmm. I can see whore and slut being used within. Uh, very specific circles of conservatism and religion. I, yeah, as far I as there's, there's still that right. value on chastity and purity that would lend someone to go, oh, you did what? Oh, I didn't realize you were going to be a whore. Well, in the far right extremists, like the Proud Boys and like all of that stuff, I am sure they use that word an awful lot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, mean, just- uh, church uh multiple religions would probably do that i don't want to alienate or isolate and and pick one specifically but like it for those that value that put such a high value on chastity and saving yourself from marriage and and stuff like that like the proud boys uh i think it's the proud boys they're like we don't even jerk off because like and it's like well that might be why you're an asshole that's all they we still need to do an episode on them that's yeah. all did, did i just mess up by calling them an asshole i mean i don't want to feel like i'm unifying them <laughs> no i think that's a like that's a term that we can use for anyone at any time that's what i'm okay. saying yeah <laughs> um so do you feel like do you guys feel like women get fucked over in the uh fucking world of fucking swearing <laughs> Well, yeah, because there is a stigma more if a woman cusses that she's more harshly judged than if a man does. Um, it's yeah. not very ladylike for us to cuss. And so we are to not cuss. And and, and, and you like people will turn if, a, if they hear a woman say fuck. If a man says fuck, nobody thinks twice. I, I don't know. Like, again, uh, to my previous point, 
I think that there are people in specific circles and groups and mindsets that would probably feel that way, but not the people I hang out with. Right. Well, uh, right. Well, I hang out with that, I hang like, out with Lily, you know, yeah, and Katrina, work. and it's like yeah. that's their middle name is fuck, you know. Uh, <laughs> but except for that yeah. one period of nine months, I don't. What's funny is Lily walked around our silent retreat one year because we went a couple times and had a sh- had a cup that said "Do no harm, pick no shit," <laughs> just unapologetically walking around <laughs> this this group with that mug, and it was like <laughs> fucking love everything about her, you know. Like had a shirt at one point that probably said "Go fuck yourself," and you know it was really amazing. And so, yes, in the groups we but like so you know but we're big fan of not living in an echo chamber and we do know and we do work with people who are not like us and we do exist in a world and a town that is not 100% like us and so if well, I live mean, on market square and I yell out fuck people will be affronted where if Mitch did it it wouldn't be as people really would you know some people would turn and be like Batman if, if Katrina stamp, did it, they but, would turn around and go, whore. Damn, if I, like I did stamp, it, they'd be like, man. look at that asshole. Yeah. Can I tell you what I really think? I think that cursing is like writing. I think it's like there's a time and place to use like technical English. There's a time and place to use creative writing. And there's a time and place to shorten something or spell something funny for in a text message for comedic value. Right. Sure. And I think cussing is the same way. Like you wouldn't do it in a job interview, but there are settings where it's really not a problem. And I think, so I've been thinking about this a lot because of the kid, because luckily he said one cuss word and luckily it was after Shane said something and not me. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, but he was walking around saying, shit. <laughs> the last thing we need is for him to startle you and you turn around and go, fuck me in my fuck face. <laughs> We definitely don't need him to have to perform that. We don't need to do some weird Oedipus stuff, but okay. But people, people get all bent out of shape about kids cussing. And I think like, it doesn't really bother me that much, except that kids are less able to figure out the different settings where it's okay versus when it's not okay. Well, here's what's interesting to me. And I almost wrote a paper on this. And then my teacher was like, can you write it without cursing? And I said, that would defeat the fucking purpose of writing an argumentative paper for cursing. Um, words are just words. Like the only reason that any of these words have any sort of power is because we've given it that power. It's just letters put together that make a sound when we say it. And every single language in the world has its equivalent of these words. And again, like if you go back and look at the etymology of these words, it's j- somebody just decided I don't like the way that word sounds. Put it on, put it, put it out there. I, this is n- nobody's saying this anymore without getting chastised. It's a ridiculous concept that these words have so much power. Right. Yeah, as I mean, far as we've talked like, about this, though, we they both do have some of them sometimes do have power and sometimes they're just words. I mean, and we need to know the difference. I, so I agree with you, Ren, that it is all contextual and we should like. No, you know, when we were in first grade and we learned how to write, we knew the first thing we learned was know your audience. Right. You also can just be yourself also. And, and 
unapologetically cuss should you want to. It doesn't matter who your audience is. Fucking there right. will be repercussions, though, potentially. To fuck you. our audience is what you're saying. Well, <laughs> yeah, fuck them. But like, yeah. <laughs> you can choose to cuss. They can also not give you the job. Right. So, you know, that's fine. There, there, right. there could possibly be repercussions to it. And you could also get the job because you cussed. Are you trying to tell me that in this free country that we live in, mm-hmm. we're not free from consequences? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I guess it depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have decided I'm going to start cussing at people in a different language. Or calling oh, that them solves people. all kinds of problems. Yeah, well, yeah, because Donnie and I've been using one lately, and um, I'm going to just start calling people it randomly, and they don't know what it is, and it's like an insult, but only very specifically to one country and one country. What is it? Well, it's what, like, Central Americans and Mexicans call white da- white people. K on the gringo, What, like, gringo. K on the guero. K on the guero. So anyway, that's what I'm going to start calling just random white people when they piss me off. That's a fun album by Beck, too. Guero. Guero. All right. Um, Real quick, before you say anything, Rand, we can't finish this podcast without giving props to the British. Who have the the United Kingdom, uh, the combination of Scotland, Ireland, and uh, the UK, or the, uh, you know what I'm saying, England have perfected the art of profanity. And I mean, we've all seen Ted Lasso and how <clears throat> elegant they use profanity. But I they just, I had to, They say twat and that's- Twat, that's, you twat, you fucking cunt. That's a girl, those are still girl parts. Also, Irish people apparently, it was funny when one of my friends was there, they're like, literally the word fuck comes out of their mouth like every other word and yeah and, and it i'm like maybe i'm sh- maybe i should have been irish but yeah anyway. no there's no there's, <laughs> there's no no limits or boundaries like the word cunt is used like the word bitch here and tw- and twat too right yeah by the way we have a we have a new english friend who may or may not be listening to this but um you all haven't met her yet but she'll she'll be your friend we'll have to figure out how to get her on the podcast but is she hot she's actually a climate scientist from Southern England and very cool. Um, she could give us the whole lesson on using quet more appropriately. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> so here's, here is my last question. So that's, that's baby cussing. That. Yeah. <laughs> so the original question from that guy who was talking to Glennon Doyle was, why is it okay for you all to call people dicks, but I can't call people pussy. So why is it okay for some people to use certain swear words and not others, if indeed it is so? Intention? Intention, audience, all of that. I also think, again, we're way overthinking this. I'm not fucking opposed right. to calling a guy a pussy. Like, if you're, if you're acting like a little fucking pussy, you're, act, you're acting like a fucking... You know? Yo, what about a guy calling you a pussy? If I'm acting like one, I guess fine. I mean, it wouldn't. I, I think. We're what thinking, if? Okay, you never act like one. <laughs> Pardon? 
You never I asked ran me. On the other hand. But if I did, like, if I was, <laughs> then I would probably do it. Honestly, I don't think he's referring to an actual fucking vagina. Like it's not, I think we've moved past that. I think that's fine. That's where it started. It's not helpful. It started there, but now it's become such a used term for a certain kind of behavior. Yeah, I'm not literally calling that guy a vagina and no no one's calling me a pussy, even though I in fact carry one in my fucking pants. So I will agree that we don't think that way. Sure. I don't agree that other people aren't intentionally like no, it's uh, meant it's meant in the a feminine insult. Like it's meant yes. that way. Like you're acting feminine. You need to pull it together and stop being a whiny little bitch. Which further illustrates the point. Yeah, it's the grown-up version of you throw like a girl. I think mm-hmm. yeah. you're right. Um, I just lost words. Go ahead. Which I don't throw like a girl either. So none of these things. Yeah. Well, nobody, nobody's ever seen you throw. So I, I will say, I'm sure no, everyone I, listening has heard this before. We'll take your word for it, Trina. Vaginas are not weak, and actually meant to take a pounding. Take a pounding. Push a human through a teen tine hole. <laughs> and then bounce Whereas, right back, like or, are able to anyway. They don't all do that. I have a kid and I didn't even do that. And whereas a ball sack, which, you know, if you call somebody ballsy, that means they're like tough and brave. Dangling. Tenderous little motherfucking thing. that Vulnerable. It's like a, it's like a little like light bulb. It's so fragile. Yep. I don't think you've seen the nuts on my truck, though. Means <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got some balls, some cojones, brother. They say it in right. other languages, too, by the way. This is not just an American thing. When you say No, but I mean, cojones, I agree with you. Like, my balls are, are like, that's the quickest way to end. Like, yeah. also, but like, how big they that. are doesn't mean anything. Like, when you see a bulldog walking around with huge balls, it just means he hasn't been jerked off in a while or he's like he needs to uh, have sex with have another a, dog. You have a center of vulnerability I will absolutely use and capitalize on. Right. Like I've cunt punched a few bitches in my day and it, they didn't even phase them. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> I felt so dirty saying that. <laughs> so, do you all have anything else you want to say before we go record our episode about Mrs. Claus? <laughs> <laughs> cunt punch was all (laughs) that was episode over like i can't Um, that was a real cunt punch to the episode well i just (laughs) think i think in this day and time everything is changing and like me having a pussy and mitchell having balls if we went into the backyard and fucking fist fight i'm gonna win so he's real tough with them balls and i'm a real pussy Please, is there a way to put multiple exclu- <laughs> explicit <laughs> tags on this episode? Like, just big words. Get your kids out of the room. Like, get them out of the house. They can't even be in the house for this episode. <laughs> you need to go to a park with your headphones. <laughs> park, quiet place with, yes headphones <laughs> canceling so it doesn't even or just turn the volume on at the library whichever <laughs> <laughs> all right well we sure. fucking love you all every single one damn right yeah right and uh we would just fucking love it if you would just fucking uh subscribe if you're not already subscribed <laughs> hey one i'm sorry i just had this thought I, I apologize but i wanted to get to it before you drop all those tags like 
at that other F word. Uh, but what about pussy foot? What about pussy, when you're pussy foot? That sounds like foot? a kitty cat, though. I think that's talking about like cats, like maneuvering yeah. around things. So maybe them. that's what people are referring to when they say, hey, you pussy, you're like a little, little adorable cat. You're like a little kitty. <laughs> Like a little kitty. You want some milk, little pussy? <laughs> you know, I don't think that's that. <laughs> so hit him with hit, hit him with the socials. <laughs> right. Subscribe, rate, and review. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at that other F word pod. You can find us at that other F word.com. And um, like, just fucking right. remember. Yeah. Assholes um... are the great unifier. <laughs> and feminism is not a bad word. Oh, God. Not a fucking bad word either. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time. <laughs>